You're listening to Rama for Today. See, the world's got that figured out. They call it supernatural phenomena that occurs. They call it by other names, but they understand that there's more to it than, than what just meets the eye on the surface. But then it's easy to divide the spirit and the body. That's easily done. But when it comes to dividing the spirit and the soul, we begin to, to, to have some difficulty. The reason is, is because both of them are unseen. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Ken Hagan on his teaching, Listen to Your Heart, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Ken Hagan for today's message. For the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing of the sunder of soul and spirit and the joints and marrow, and it's the deserter of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Now, there has been a controversy that has raged for years, a long time before you ever come along. And if the Lord tarries, a long time after we probably cease breathing in this body. But this controversy has raged about soul and spirit. There is, you know, if you go into some of the theological centers to study, there is many different views of this. There is a predominant view that a lot of people want to take that I think if they would study the Word of God, they would find out that they're wrong. But they want to say that the soul and the spirit are the same thing. And I'm going to ask you a question. If the soul and spirit are the same thing, then how can they be divided? You can't divide anything that's the same thing. If you do divide it, it's still water. You can take water and divide it, but it's still water. But God said in His Word, dividing the soul and the spirit. Didn't He? Now, if... If the soul and the spirit is the same thing, it can't be divided. I mean, you can put something there that would separate it and it would still be the same thing. I mean, you can saw this piano in half and I hope nobody does because it's a very expensive <laughs> musical instrument. But now we can take a chainsaw and divide this in the middle and then no matter any way you look at it, Either side of it is still piano. Am I right? I mean, you can divide a lot of things up, but it's still the same thing. It's just been divided in two. Here he says it divides and he calls it two different things. Spirit and soul. And if we understand what the Word of God says, we'll begin to understand that the reason that there's such controversy and that the reason that it's so hard to understand is because Paul says it right here in his writing or either one of Paul's uh, 
uh, followers because it's written in the Pauline style. Stylistic is after Paul, what Paul wrote. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than two inches, piercing even into dividing of sunder. I want you to notice that it's the word of God that can separate the two. Now, as we look at it, it's easy for us to understand the body, natural, physical, if you want to call it, realm. It's easy to understand that. And it has become increasingly more easy to understand that there's something more to you than just uh, your body. I mean, most of you had that figured out before you ever got born again. Am I right? See, the world's got that figured out. They call it supernatural phenomena that occurs. They call it by other names, but they understand that there's more to it than, than what just meets the eye on the surface. But then it's easy to divide the spirit and the body. That's easily done. But when it comes to dividing the spirit and the soul, we begin to, to, to have some difficulty. The reason is, is because both of them are unseen parts, yet they're tangible. See, the body's a seen part, but the spirit's an unseen part, and so is the soul. It's an unseen part, but yet it is tangible. We are a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a body. Now, we live in a natural world. Then it is the body that contacts the natural, or as some of you call it, the physical. Taste, touch, smell, hear, feel. Right? Body. Natural. Physical. You taste with the body. You feel with the body. You hear with the body. You see with the body. That's right. And so, then we understand that. And it's also very easy to understand the Spirit. John 4, 24. John 4, 24. God is a Spirit. First of all, look at that. God is a spirit. In the beginning, when they created man, God said, let us, let, let us make man in our image. Then John goes on here to say, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, not in body and soul. In spirit and truth. Now as you worship God in the spirit, it may spill over into the soulish realm and it may spill over into the body realm, but you worship with the spirit of man. You don't contact God with your body or your soul. You contact God with your spirit. 
So then if we contact the physical realm with the body, if we contact the spiritual realm with the spirit, then what do we use the soul for? The soul, I believe, is used to contact the intellectual and emotional realm. Now, 1 Corinthians 14, 14. 1 Corinthians 14, 14. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. Now, as we look at this, in the Amplified, it says, For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit, by the Holy Spirit, within me prays, but my mind is unproductive, bears no fruit, and helps nobody. Now, I want you to understand that when Paul is talking about us praying in the Spirit, he is saying that our mind and our body has nothing to do with it other than the fact that we make the sounds. See, he said, if I pray with a tongue, my understanding is unfruitful. In other words, I'm not doing it from my head and I don't understand what I'm saying with my head. He goes on then to talk about that you are talking secrets with God. He goes on in other places to talk about that when you pray in the Spirit that you're building yourself up. Well, what do you mean? Is that, is he, am I building up my soul? Am I building up my body? No. If I'm going to build up my body, I've got to go over there with John over to weight room and let him put me on a, 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 a plan whereby that I build up the body. So when we're praying in the spirit, it says we build ourselves up. Then what is they talking about that we build up? Is talking about that we build up the spirit, which is our real man, which is our heart, which is, you know, he said, if you pray, you build yourself up. The real you is not your body. That's just your house that you live in. Somebody said, oh, praise the Lord. I'm, I get out of this ugly thing one of these days. I don't know. Somebody said, well, what are we going to look like in our spirit? But I don't know, but the Bible said we'll be known as we're known. I don't know whether that's the way we look or the way we act or what. We'll be known as we're known. I don't understand it. I ain't going to try to figure it out in the first place. See, we can spend too much time trying to figure out Little non-essentials that don't really help our walk down here on earth. And if the enemy can get us working on those little non-essentials, then he keeps us from receiving the good things that God wants us to have. 
But I think it's vitally important that we understand the difference between the spirit and the soul. Until we do, I don't think we can have a good hold on how to operate in this life that we're living down here. When he's talking about this, the mental part of man is not praying. When I'm speaking in tongues, I am not praying out of my mind. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer. The first item in this offer is Kenneth E. Hagan's six-CD series entitled How to Be Led by the Spirit of God, Volume 1, and the newest book from Ken Hagan, Expect. These two great resources are $25. That's 50% off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. If you'd like to become a partner with us there, you can go right there to rhema.org and the information's there. And somebody said, well, what's a partner? Well, a partner somebody that helps us monthly with, with a, a financial offering, yes. some large, small, medium-sized, mm-hmm. whatever that you feel like the Lord would have you to, to, to give to help us to keep the program going all over the world. We have a whole bunch of partners, and we really appreciate them. And we invite anybody that uh, wants, wants to, to become be a partner, a partner that, to come right on and join on with us. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Ken Hagen's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.